Hey, listener, this is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We are actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to UpMyInfluence.com slash guest. Let's get on with the show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Thoughtful Entrepreneur. I'm your host, Jen Amos. And today I have with me the CEO of Diva Hustle Radio, Pam Pendleton, also known as Paris. Her radio name is Paris. Her website is divahustleradio.com. Paris, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jen, for having me. A pleasure to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm going to like try not to be self-conscious because you do radio. I'm just going to like talk to you like a friend. (laughs) Yeah, no worries. No worries. Listen, we can all use some key points at some point. You know what I'm saying? So it's no worries. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. Uh, Well, Paris, you know, it's a new year and I I thought I'd start by asking how is 2021 treating you so far? You know, 2021 has been treating me very good. Um, I'm blessed just to be able to still uh, continue upon on my journey of yeah. empowering people to be entrepreneurs. Um, just, you know, keeping afloat and just, you know, just a blessing just to be here, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you on that. I think for me, like since everything started, uh, since, I mean, since everything changed in 2020, um, I've just been focusing on my blessings and focusing on what I'm in control of and uh, just trying to be productive um, as much as I can, because I think that uh, just being productive and feeling purposeful is a way to um, uh, take care of your mental health and and maybe prevent depression. Right. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's key because right now, you know, we're looking at, I think, over 500,000 people have died from COVID. And so just being able to wake up every day and, you know, just continue your journey, be grateful and thankful for where you're at right now. is It's just some people won't get that chance to do it. So, being, yeah. you know, and we're seeing another year and, um, you know, you know, we had the vaccine. So things are looking forward and positive And, you know, so that's just a blessing every day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, One of my uh, biggest blessings or things that I'm grateful for is solid internet. Um, I think when I first started, I would just use Wi-Fi and then of course everything would go crazy. But now that I'm like legitimately plugged into my, (laughs) plugged into the ethernet, I'm like, oh wow, this is cool. I don't skip as much or people can actually hear me. My thing doesn't freeze. So yes, counting my blessings, internet definitely being one of them. (laughs) I know, I know. Um, The internet is key. I know like when you're home, you're working, then I have kids, so they're homeschool. So it's like, oh, man, you really don't realize how important Internet is, especially like you have multiple devices on uh, just the networks is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's like the lifeline of our lives today. It's like the one thing that keeps us sane and being home all the time. It's like at least you have that the screen to be like your escape to something virtual, right? Like a virtual yes. escape of sorts. Um, but also obviously for business as well. It's like this is our way of operating nowadays. Yes, it is. It is. Yeah. Well, Paris, I um, really am excited to get into what you do at Diva Hustle Radio. Um, So just a little uh, information for our listeners. You are all about bridging the cultural gaps of music and entrepreneurship. Uh, Tell us a little bit about that. I think that is so astounding to bridge that gap with music and entrepreneurship. Oh, yeah. So 
Um, when I first started out at Diva Hustle, we had a podcast called Diva Hustle um, Show. Mm-hmm. And so our platform was to give entrepreneurs an opportunity to come on our show to just have free marketing. So whether it was, you know, you was a, a rapper or you had a business, you was an actress, a model. It just you, we wanted to give that platform for um, people to come on our show to get exposure mm-hmm. um, as a as, as a business owner. You, you will know that, you know, advertisement can cost you from a hundred thousand to a million dollars. Yeah. So being able to have that type of platform and um also you know so when we end up starting diva hustle radio we wanted to give people that was artists like a chance um to have yeah. the music have that feeling of having their music played on a radio station and so it was just like wow you know so i was looking at like either whether i should start like an fm dial or internet radio station mm. and you know i was just like you know what like for me i'm like let's do you know, online radio, because you can cross so many countries, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas the FM dial radio station just narrow. And so it's like, you know, just given even so you look at the artist perspective. So it's like, listen, you're having your music played in Asia, and in France and Canada, like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, so for me, it would have been, it's so fulfilling, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so and then also just being able to give entrepreneurs like, you know, have an advertisement ran and around the country is just excellent because now like you're saying it's no more brick and mortar because of covid so now mm-hmm. everybody's listening watching videos listening to music or listen to podcasts so they can just search your, your business online and say hey okay i like this let me find out about this product so yeah that's 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 what i like about the D, uh, diva hustle radio yeah, it's kind of like um, if you can make it on Netflix, you can make it anywhere nowadays. <laughs> Netflix really, you know, it's everywhere now. It's like all over yeah. the world. And so if you can have like your show on there, for example, it's like you're able to get that international um, audience. Yes. And so and and yeah, when you talk about traditional radio, it is very it could be very hyper local or just be very, very niche. And yes. so um, to be able to talk to be able to help these indie artists, um, you know, get that kind of exposure is ex- um, exposure is astounding. Yeah, it is. Um, you know, and like we get some music submissions every day. Mm-hmm. And you know, sometimes it's not radio quality. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like, okay, being able to just say at this time, you know, we feel like because of X, Y, and Z, this music, you know, you need to go back to the studio and get your your engineer to touch up the music. But yeah. then also what people don't realize is when you're listening to radio and we're mixing, you know, key uh artists like Cardi B or Beyonce and then you're mixing like an indie artist you really don't know right mm. but you just know what you know is like oh I like that beat but you yeah. might not never got got exposed to it because yeah. of you know how uh, mainstream radio is and so that's just to me I just I love it I love it yeah. Uh, one thing I uh, like that we were talking a little bit offline is that you mix in these indie artists with the current Airbnb and hip hop music. So yes. by association, people right. think, oh, this is like Cardi B, right? It's right. like you're, they're able to up their influence in a sense because of that association. Right. It, it is. And, and, and then, you know, also it just tells you like, well, wow, that's, that's an indie artist. You know, I wouldn't, I never knew who that person was. I would have never yeah. been able to find out. And then as an artist, you're just like, wow, I'm up in the, in the ranks with a Cardi B and people don't even know, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> right. who you know, who I am or, you know, I'm still starving trying to get on. So that, I just think that that kind of bridge is, is, is what indie or independent artists need. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's interesting because as throughout the years uh, being involved on the marketing end, um, we don't 
I, I guess like when I think about the, let's say the indie artist perspective, you know, they're so focused on their craft, right? They're right. focused on their art. Um, but the marketing side is completely different for us though, Paris, like the marketing is an art for us. And so to be right. able to marry the two, I think is powerful. Yes. Oh yeah, it is. It's key. Um, because again, like you're saying, when it comes to marketing, you're marketing your radio, like we're marketing our radio station as, you know, Diva Hustle Radio, which is a female entrepreneur that started radio, but also yeah. we're married, we're marrying in gaps of different cultures, different music, and and then being able to market it. So you're so you don't even know the sorry, you don't even know. Um, the backstory of it, you know, you just see like, hey, I got this music and, you know, I want to market it or I want to market this commercial, but not knowing the backstory of it, which is excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it sounds like part of what you do as well um, in helping these artists get out there is you give them tips on how to uh, make their music more radio, uh, radio friendly, right? Yes. Yes. And so, you know, you have some music, we'll get submissions and they're coming across like they're just hardcore, like... <laughs> guns blazing you know and that's not ready already you know so it's just like okay you know you have to type it pipe it down a little bit you know you have to go back to the editing board and you know again because you you know some people and, and again it's r&b and hip-hop right mm-hmm. so it's just it's r&b and hip-hop and rap but it can be a, a hardcore rap so you're just like, listen, you know, you need to go back to the drum board, submit some other music. So what yeah. I find is that a lot of artists, what they started doing was they'll just put up their SoundCloud. And mm. then that gives me access to go through and listen to each song. And then when I'm like, OK, that's a winner right there. I'll select the song and I'll add it to the station. Yeah. You ever have a, an indie artist say like, but that's not my voice. You know, like if you ask, <laughs> give them advice, like you ever have those kind of like divas in a sense that are like, like, no, but this is me. This is really who I am. And this is how I want my music to be portrayed. Like, have you ever had those? And like, what was that conversation like to say, hey, but you need to be marketable, though? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I, we had this one guy. I think he was from like South Carolina and the music was like was it wasn't bad. It was bad. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, <laughs> we need to go back and we you need to go back to your engineer and, and maybe add like an auto tune or something, <laughs> you know. Um, so we try to give key points like where they can feel. I feel like they can fix the music. Some people get offended by it. Like, oh, you yeah. know, you think you all add that. Da, da, da. But yeah. to me, I just know that I've been operating this radio station uh, for over what, three or four years. I have a good ear for good music. Yeah. And if I was, I put myself that if I was a listener, I wouldn't listen to that. Yeah. Yeah. And and I wouldn't, and you know, and that's the other part because you can have certain music on. And like, if I put someone bad on there, a bad song, then I might lose a listener. Right. Yeah. You have to always just look at your, your, uh, um, the radio listeners and find out, um, like, okay, how, you know, where they're at, if they like the music and things like that. I imagine it takes, uh, you know, a, a level of skill set and intuition to know if um, a song is a marketable. But is there can you maybe verbalize some tips for artists who do want to be on your show um, that they should keep in mind with their music? Yeah, one I would say, um, you know, make sure that it's clean. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no background noise. Make sure that there's no static. You won't believe how many songs we get that have like static. Um, just make sure also that it's an MP3 uh, file. Um, mm-hmm. You have a lot of people that don't even have MP3 files. 
make sure that also you have a, a face cover for your song. People mm-hmm. will not, they'll send songs over, will not have face covers. Um, and also, again, it's just like when it comes to don't be so hardcore and vulgar. Don't a lot of like, you know, I'm going to do this and do that. We, you can't do that on radio. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Like, man, if that's something personal, <laughs> you could do that. But don't sense, submit songs like that. You can't. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's just understanding that in order to be marketable, there is, there are are some things that have to give, or you have to have some kind of compromise, you know, with your music. Um, and you know, obviously if you have that fan base, they're going to go out, eventually go out of their way to listen to more of maybe the music that you, you didn't want to, let's say edit for, uh, for the kind of the mass market. Right. Yeah, and then you got to understand, you can't, like, you know, what's some Cardi B song, Wap, 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 or whatever. Yeah. You can't make a song like Cardi B, you know, because you're just starting out, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, right. again, you have to approach it as if you have to, what I tell artists all the time, take yourself out of the, the song. Mm. Meaning, put yourself in the listener perspective and then listen to the song. Don't listen like, well, this my song, I know it's hot. Again, you know, go and have some friends and and get people feedback on a song, <laughs> and then that's that's key too, because you know right. who can pay for uh, uh what is it the uh, quality control to see yeah. if this is a hit or not? You know what I'm saying? Like a study Artists theory, market research, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so again, you know, just play your song for certain people, and they'll get feedback from it, and that's really how you can brushing up your skills. Yeah, I, I kind of I'm, I'm curious to know what the focus groups look like for Cardi B's song WAP before it actually, <laughs> you know, turned live. Like I, I just wonder, like the type of people that came into those focus groups, what their feedback was. But yeah, like that's something you have to consider is that these songs like these artists, you know, yes, they are talented, but they have a, a, a huge budget, you know, and, and resources right. and connections to make that song extremely marketable. And so to be able right. to work with you, Paris, to to get that coaching, right, to be like, hey, like you may not be like her like cardi b we're just talking about her a lot because i mean i love cardi b but like but you know just just being able to give that advice like hey how can you be not like her but like take take whatever formula that she has and put that into your own you know in your own spin of course in style but to make it marketable your song marketable in radio right and that's the thing you have to stay key to yourself right because again if you're if you're not being key to yourself and that's what gets cardi b She's key to herself. She's key to our listeners. Again, you have to know your market. If you are an indie artist and you are an indie artist that are like a pop per, pop music, that's you. If you're an indie artist and you're um, uh, more of a, a, a R&B or, or trap or, you know, down south, then that's you. And you have to yeah. know how to how to market and where your market is. Um, mm-hmm. So, again, it's all about marketing yourself, but you have to stay as an artist. People have to stay true. And don't just think that you're going to have like, I just need that one hit and and, and, that, and that's going to be the, the end of all be all. And it's not. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you have to have that feedback and you have to refine your craft and maybe redo it a number of times before it can be really uh, marketable on radio. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I listen, I did a couple of songs before mm-hmm. and... Um, at first, you know, me, I'm one of those people where I'm like, listen, you know, I'm going to do a one hit quit and I'm going to go in here. I'm going to lay my tracks and lay my bars and I'm going to be done with the song. And, you know, at first, you know, you'd be excited because you like, yo, I went in the studio. And then, you know, as you get the finished product, you're like, look, some people are like, listen, you know, you need to go back and you got to touch up here. You got to touch up there. 
And at first, you know, it's a lot to digest, right? Yeah. So then yeah. you're like, but then afterwards, you know, you're like, listen, if this is what people are saying and it's, you know, and it's true, then let me go ahead and try it. Yeah. What, what beats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's yeah. why I tell artists, like, you have to be open to the criticism because it's yeah. only going to make you a better artist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I want to shift gears and uh, really talk about um, you as an entrepreneur at Paris and your radio station. And I know that you didn't just start off, you know, start out of the gates, starting your own radio station. You used to work at a radio station. Uh, tell us a little bit about that background and, and what led you to starting your own company. Well, the thing is, we had a podcast. We didn't really work. We had a show on another radio station. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, again, as we were, uh, it was the, the Diva Huff show. As we was gaining momentum, mm-hmm. um, the radio station had closed its doors. Mm-hmm. Prior to starting the Diva Huff show, I had started with a friend of mine. We did uh, a podcast called Care to Talk that we discussed um, herbalistic mm-hmm. topics. During that time, I feel like that um, people wasn't really ready, like for the cannabis mm. and, mm. you know, the lab, yeah. the essential oils. So that's what made me start the Diva Hustle show. But being yeah. with the radio station, you'll just find um, that, you know, it, it's really, it's really in, um, interesting of knowing, like when you have to get licensed for certain music. Mm-hmm. Um, also like, you know, just when it's come to having guests on your shows, when it comes to having sponsorships, when it comes to having advertisements. So that part of it is just I was really intrigued and was like, you know what, we can do it. We can figure it out. And that's what we've been doing. Oh, I love it. I just love that unapologetic. We'll just figure it out as we go. Yeah, <laughs> and here you are. You are Paris. You're still rocking it. I love yeah, it. I mean, yeah, I mean, because, you know. You just have to get out there. You know, sometimes we all have setbacks, right? It's how we overcome our setbacks. And right. I, at that point, when the radio station closed, I could have just said, you know what? I'm done with it. You know, uh, let's figure something else out. But I was just like, you know what? I like the energy that we were getting when we was meeting with other artists and just hearing a story, hearing a journey and, and, and how they just keep pushing forward. And I was like, you know what? We can do this on a broader scale. Let's try it. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Um, I have one more question that I want to ask, uh, but before I do, is there anything else Paris that you want people to know about your company Diva Hustle Radio? Um, I just want everybody to know that, you know, we, we are about empowerment um, as a woman entrepreneur, mm-hmm. um, you know, and as a black woman entrepreneur, like we have, I have overcame several barriers, um, but that's not the, uh, that's not the end of my story. And that, mm-hmm. you know, you can, you can be an entrepreneur if that's what you feel in your heart or like, again, just, you know, if you're thinking about being an entrepreneur or even being a consultant, you know, just be the answer. The key is just being the answer to someone's problem, you know? Yeah. And and that's really what's key. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And then it, it, that was going to be like my next question, which was like a parting advice, but you're right. <laughs> I'm Let's, sorry. No, 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 we're going to, we're going to go there. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was a great transition. You did my job for me, Paris. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I agree with you. It's like, be the answer to someone else's problem, you know, right. very often. Like I, I go back to thinking about, you know, maybe just the typical, like, like the common phrase, a starving artist, you know, you right. think about how common that phrase is and how normalized it is. Um, and here you are saying like, Hey, I don't want you to starve. <laughs> like, like, yeah. like, let's make this happen. And, and what I think artists, um, come to realize or appreciate at least in working with you is, um, that exposure, like exposure, like you said, at the very beginning, it's so important. Like you can have the best idea, the best song, but if it, if it's not put out there, you know, right. if it doesn't get that exposure, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if a tree falls 
in the forest and you're not there, does it make a sound? <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you gotta yeah. like the way to get your stuff out there is to get yourself out there and work with people such as yourself. And artists need to understand that and not just sit around and wait for someone to be like, Hey, I love your music. I want to promote you. It's like, no, you, you got to actively go out there and promote it and, and, right. you know, partner up with people such as yourself, Paris. Yes. And, you know, you remember back in the day when we had CDs and now we don't have CDs anymore. Right. So right. everything's like digital on iTunes, Shopify, you know, and all those kind of platforms. So yeah. you have to be real creative of how you get your name out there as an artist. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I think that we need more uh, online radio stations so that, you know, it can just like they have a lot of FM dial stations, but I think we need more F, uh, online radio stations to give more artists that opportunity of getting more exposure. Because, again, you know, when you're an artist, um, you know, you have you you run in so many uh, dilemmas. Like, do I want a contract or mm. do I not want a contract? Do I want to stay an independent artist? And so a lot of it, like even Chance the Rapper he had dealt with that dilemma when he was starting out. Um, he didn't know if he wanted to be signed with a major record company or he he wanted to be independent. And so he made independent, which yeah. gave him more of his money back, right? Mm. So you have some artists that just like, I just want to get with a record company. Then you'll get with a record company and they might give you like a $50,000 contract and you'll just sit there on the shelf, you know? So right. just being able to, again, like you don't have to go this route, but it's not going to be easy either, you know? Yeah. So yeah. you have to put your foot to the metal, but it can happen. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, on that note, Paris, I have really, really enjoyed our conversation today here at the Thoughtful Entrepreneur. Thanks again for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And once again, this is Pam Pendleton, also known radio, radio name is Paris. She is yes. CEO of Diva Hustle Radio. And if you want to learn more about her and her radio station, check out divahustleradio.com. Thank you all so much for joining us. And we'll chat with you in the next episode. Tune in next time. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm-hmm.